ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Intelligent Moron with Alex Silva. Today is Thursday, May 13th, and I hate chocolate muffins. Yeah, I had one today from Costco. I hadn't had one in a while. When I had it, it, it was it was okay. I mean, like the you can't really taste like the chocolate and like the muffin part. Like it's more in the chocolate chips. But you know, you, I had it today. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't like my. It's not like my go-to muffin. Like I'm not gonna sit there and eat like a chocolate muffin like every day or every morning or whatever for breakfast. Nah, no, nah, I'm not not that kind of muffin person. And this might sound a bit basic, but to, to you guys, but I am a blueberry muffin guy, 100 percent. All the way through, 100% blueberry muffin to the day I die. And I never thought that I would be because growing up as a kid, I always thought of muffins as being like an older, like a not as a healthier cupcake and like not for like kids or whatever. I, I always thought that I never grew up eating muffins. Nobody in my family really had muffins like daily, you know, even like, you know, all that often. So like I never really got to have them. But like one day I had one at a friend's house. I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty good. This is good. Like, I like this a lot. Like, what, what, where have I been on the blueberry muffin train? I've heard about them. I've seen them in, like, TV, you know, movies. You talk about it. Some people say, oh, blueberry muffin, this or that, whatever, you know. You hear about it in pop culture. And I'm not saying it's, like, <laughs> again, like, it's a big thing in pop culture. But, you know, it, you hear it often. And, like, people talk about it. They, they like it or they don't like it. And you never really think that. It, 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 is it good? You know, muffin just doesn't seem that good to me. You know, it's like not really like a, like uh, like known around here. Like nobody makes good muffins. We don't got like muffin shops. Like you know, like they would probably back in the East Coast. You know, just from like TV in general, like Seinfeld, they have like muffin shops and all that. You know, we don't have that around here. We have donut shops. I mean, everybody has got donut shops, but nobody really just sells. At least I know of like around where I live, just muffins. So I had a blueberry muffin for the first time. And I'm like, this is really good. This is this is fantastic. And I thought that, you know, people put them in pancakes and all that. And I was thinking one day, like, maybe we should have blueberry pancakes because that's, like, pretty, that's a pretty good idea. You don't really need, like, you know, you just make the batter, you know, put the blueberries in the, the little pancake batter. You make them, flip them around, and that's it. They're good. Although you got to be careful with blueberries because I, I, I do like them. And now, like, sometimes when we buy them from the store, I would just eat them, you know, handfuls. Because actually they're they're pretty good and I, I like them a lot, uh, but you got to be careful because if you get them premature, they're a bit sour, and they're not as sweet. And I remember one time I didn't taste them before we you know we put them in the the pancakes and then you know you cook them in the pancakes are looking all nice and fluffy and good. You pour some syrup or whatever you know if you want, and then you take a bite and then like you get the batter, you get the syrup, but then you get this hint of just like sourness of the the blueberry just you know it's 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 too premature it's not ripe enough and it kind of ruins the pancakes so you got to be careful when you make those pancakes because i mean you're potentially going to either break or make them you know what i'm saying like if you get into the pancake game you want to be make camp pancakes for your your friends your family whatever let's have some brunch you know a late breakfast whatever you got to be on point with that because you're cooking, you know, people are going to be like, is this guy good? Is this trash, you know, breakfast, brunch, whatever? It's going to leave a big impact on you because one time I had to had to cook for my sister's birthday party and uh, I made breakfast. I made a bunch of eggs because I make eggs the, I would say the 
more um uh, I don't know how you would say it. The fluffier side, I guess. Um, I use butter and salt and pepper, and that's pretty much it. And I, uh, I, I also kind of slow cook them because if I fast cook them, if I got the fucking burner on like high, you know, it, it, it cooks them too fast. I can't react fast enough. I always think like, oh, I gotta flip them again or turn them or mash them up more because I'm a big scrambled egg guy. Uh, that's all I eat really. I don't like the you know, sunny side up, me over medium, over easy, whatever you want to call it. I don't like the runny yolk thing. I never have been the runny yolk guy. A lot of people in my family are. They put them on, you know, for breakfast. My sisters put it on toast. Uh, I've seen my brother eat it on a burger. I've never been a runny yolk egg guy ever. Um, I've I've tasted it before. It doesn't taste good to me. It just tastes kind of bad. Like I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like. You know, I don't got the same taste as him, obviously, but the, the same interest in food. But, like, I never was a big yolk guy. Not a yolk guy. Um, big scrambled guy. And, um, you know, so I make my eggs, and I make them slowly because I don't want to, you know, overcook them. Because And also, but just because I'm making them slowly, I, I, know, I know when they're done, too. I'm not going to serve you raw, undercooked eggs. You know what I'm saying? I, they're pretty cooked. They're not going to be... Uh, uh, you know, you're not going to get salmonella, you're going to be fine, but I, I like to cook them slowly because it feels like I get a little bit more of a better read on, like, how they're doing, how the eggs are being cooked, how they're going to taste, and I also don't salt and pepper my, my, uh, battered eggs before I put it on the, in the pan, I don't do that because I, um, I'm a big Gordon Ramsay guy, you know, before I learned how to cook eggs, actually, like, I, I learned to cook, how to cook eggs the way I cook them from Gordon Ramsay, you know, himself, um, and he did it in a, in a weird way. He put it in like a, like a soup pot, like a little, like you put like Campbell's soup in like that. And he got like this, you know, big clop of butter and he put that in there and he mushed it all up and he scrambled it on like low heat and all that. And then he put some creme fraiche or cream or whatever. I don't do that though. I don't do that. I've tried it and I'm not very good at it, but I, I did it somewhat like that. I just, you know, on, in the pan, low heat, mm, bon appetit, best eggs you'll have. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee now, um, a lot of my family doesn't do it like that. Um, I come from Chicano descent or Mexican, um, and they use lard. I'm not a big fan of it because, I, for for me, lard or sorry, manteca, um, it smells awful when you cook it. You even when you don't cook it, I I'm not a fan of it. Like they'll be making, you know, eggs or whatever with it. And I'm, I just, I, I lose my appetite like that. Like, it's it's gone. I, I, I can't stand that smell, man. I can't stand it. Like, it will literally make me not hungry. Literally make me, like, unable to eat. And I don't know why. It's It's got to be a me thing. I'm sure, like, there's got to be other people that feel the same way. Because, my gosh, it smells so bad. It smells horrible. Like, and sometimes it smells worse than the other days. It's like, wait a minute, is this is this bad? But everybody's like, my family's like, oh well, you know, lard doesn't burn, lard gives it that taste, and I I do get it. Like I there, you know, there's a part of me that still enjoys lard and food because like I again I grew up with it sort of like I before I learned how to cook eggs, that's how I would eat my eggs, and again they taste good still. I'm not saying that they don't taste good, but I just can't get past the smell when you. You know, you're heating up the lard, you put the eggs in and whatever, and it just, I get the, I, I get a, I don't know, I just, I can't eat it. I'm like, open a window, man. It's really bad. And it's almost like, um, 
it's like a repellent for me. I, I I don't like it. And I've like heard like other things like people use it for other things. Like I know like in a, you know if you if you're a big fan of the Cuban sandwich, they use lard in their dough for the bread. And like okay, I've never had like bread with lard in it. I'm sure it would taste great. But you know if you have like if you you know you have like homemade tortillas, um, tamales, uh, <coughs> you know, just other like Mexican cuisine, a lot of the, uh, you know, the base of that, you know, whether it's fried or, you know, cooked or whatever, a lot of the base of that food is lard. So I'm not saying like it doesn't enhance like flavor. It certainly does. I mean, it is pig fat, you know, you, you, you get a, you, you, you cook some bacon on, on the frying pan, you boom, you got lard right there. So it's like, I, I understand the way that it tastes, but I'm saying like before you make the food with it, when you heat it up, when you put on the on the burner or whatever the the stove, it, 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 for me I just can't stand that smell. I just can't, and it, for for some reason whenever when I'm getting older and older, it just gets worse and worse. Like the more I can't stand it because back then I could, and now I just can't. I'm not sure why, but it feels like it's just like a thing where like, you know how your taste buds, um, when you grow up, you, you, they become more fined or, uh, you, you get a better, like, like, uh, I don't know. How, how would you say it? Uh, you get a more, um, gosh, what's the word? Um, a better palate or, uh, a more established, uh, palate where you like foods that you didn't like back when you were a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like back as when you were a kid, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I was picky. My brother was picky. My sister was pretty picky. My other brother was picky. And, you know, kids, you know, when they're younger, they're they're super picky. Like you could give like some like a kid a, a slice of pizza, and he'd rather have like a Snickers bar or a Kit Kat or a Hershey's or Nerds, like some you know some 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 candy over a piece of pizza. Like, and it's like, well, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that it's sweet, but, like, this is, like, good food. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just want the sweets, and then you want the junk food. You want the, you'd rather have a bag of chips and, like, a like a steak or a burger. You know what I mean? Like, but but when you grow up, and then when you, you know, your palate becomes more um, sophisticated, that's a good word for it, um, you, you, you start to discover other foods that you would not have liked back then. Like, for instance... Um, when I was a kid, I, I liked steak. I enjoyed steak. I loved steak. But I would have this sick thing that I would do with steak to make it taste better. For, for my childish, childish palate, I would, I, would, I would do this sick thing. And you're gonna, when you hear this, you're going to hate what I did. Maybe you won't, but maybe you still do it. Maybe you've done it before. But I would put my a little uh, side pool of ketchup right by my steak and slice it up and dip it in ketchup and eat it. I know, horrible, horrible. Like I, I to this day, I think like and my parents remind me, my mother would remind me like you used to eat steak with ketchup. I'm like, yeah, I know. Now that I'm like you know 27, I'm thinking like why, why would I ever have done that? You know, I love steak like at its purest form. I love it. You know, the way I cook it is I get a cast iron skillet, I get some canola oil, um, basic seasoning, salt and pepper. Put that on a searing hot skillet, flip it once for three minutes, another three minutes, take that off, baste it with some butter. If you want to add garlic and, and, and some herbs to it, do that. And like that to me is just a perfect meal because it is so buttery, so juicy, so flavorful. I mean, I, I today in an age of like 
you know, good food, you got to appreciate the flavors that you can get in some foods, the flavors that you can experiment with, the flavors that you can comp- combine with, the flavors that you just, you know, you discover for the first time. And like, I always used to, before, I would, you know, just, you know, barbecue a steak or cook a steak like that, you know, on the grill or whatever. But I, and I still do, I'm not saying that I have, I've, I've abandoned the grill, but I, I do prefer the skillet. I mean, it's, it's easier, it's inside, it's more of a controllable flame, it's, uh, it's quicker, you could temp it pretty easily, um, it's right there, you can, you, you don't have to, like, come back and check on it or whatever, um, it's pretty easy, and, and the flavor, again, is just a magnificent, but if you really want to get it good, and then, you, you know, I, I like to combine texture and flavor, they, they're an ensemble, they make the food good, you know, they make it worth your while, because when you get a steak, if you get it and it's just tough, right, and tough, well done, and I'm, I know some people like well done, but for my preference, I wouldn't like it, because for one, I don't want to freaking, like, chew, like, a bunch just to eat my food, I like, I prefer my steak buttery, like, I can just slice a knife through it so easy, so, uh, no effortless, you know, n- no problems whatsoever, but, like, I, I get it, like, if you get a steak, like, and I've been to some steakhouses where they serve some pretty mediocre steaks, uh, to me, my family, whatever, and it's like, you kind of look at it, and like, wow, I mean, like, I could do a better job than that, right, so, I, I prefer it, like, not as tough, but it's, it's hard, because, like, you know, you go to the supermarket, the, the store, whatever, and you, and you look for these cuts of steak, like, and everybody says, like, they hate the fat, you know, people I, I talk to, say they hate fat, they, they take the fat off, they avoid fat, but like, that's where all the flavor is in the, in the meat, like, that's where you get every, all the flavor at, like, that's the good stuff, and like, the more fat, I, I, I'd say the more fat, the better, because you get the flavor, you get the, the actual juices coming out, because if it's too lean, like a, uh, like a, like a filet mignon, that's a super lean cut of meat, or a porterhouse, depending on how it is cooked, or how it is, um, that could be a pretty lean steak too, which I, I, I do enjoy the steak still, but I prefer like a ribeye or, or, um, some porterhouses are pretty good because it's like a ribeye and a New York in one, but I, but I really want to try a tomahawk, bro. I really want to try that because I hear like that is such a succulent piece of meat and and like juicy, flavorful, and I, I just want to devour that thing, but I, I need to find one because like the, even, even if you go to the grocery store, like you can find a pretty good cut of meat, but it's pretty expensive. Like I, like a good cut of meat, I, I would say like would be like a single slab of like a ribeye steak that you can find around here at a store. Would it be like mm, 35 to maybe 45 bucks like that I've seen. That's a really good looking steak. I'm talking like good marbling, a lot of fat, pretty thick, you know, big, good, good size, you know, just like a, a good, like perfect steak. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but but they're they're expensive though. But I really want to try the wagyu or wagyu steak from Japan. Like they they those cows are like massaged. They drink beer. They have a good life. They're fat, and you actually see like the steak when they you know when they prep it and all that. It is like pretty much all white with fat, like pink. It there's a lot of fat on it. And I again like my um. My challenge to people who don't like fat is, well, why do you like the steak then? Because the, the, all, the, all the fat is the flavor. So, like, you you want less flavor? 
Like maybe it's like the foodie in me that's coming out. Maybe that's what a foodie is. You're focused on more of the flavors than like, you know, what you're actually eating. You know, you, you dissect the flavors, you deconstruct flavors, you try to make flavors better. Because whenever somebody said that they're a foodie, it's like, well, we all kind of are foodies. We need to eat food. We all like food. So aren't we all foodies? So I don't, I don't know the definition of foodie, um, but I'm, I would assume like it's an uber um, sophisticated person with like flavoring and textures and all that and, you know, combinations of flavors and all that. I, I'm just assuming. I could be wrong. I mean, but the term foodie, if you hear it, like somebody would say it in their bio on social media or whatever, like, well, that's kind of all of us, right? Like, we all love food. We need food to eat. Like, I don't know anybody who doesn't like eating. Like, when people say, like, oh, I love to eat, you know shit. Everybody does. Um, but, yeah, steak is a, is, a, is a wonderful thing. It's also easy to cook, really easy. Like, you can learn it like that. Like, uh, you might, like you know, trial and error a couple times, but, like, once you get it, man, you get it, and, and it's really easy, really, uh, it can be affordable, and, um, you know, it's, it's super nice, it's super good, and it's very, if you, especially if you make steak for other people, like a family member, significant other, it's a good thing to, like, show people that you can do, because, you know, everybody nowadays just wants to order in, delivery uh go out to eat and whatever but like cooking is like such a like a it's such a nice talent it's a it's a it's also a good skill to have because i mean i mean back then the day everybody had to cook to eat because i mean there wasn't imagine you go back in time where there's no fast food no food delivery no restaurants really you know or they're super like packed all the time or not a lot of seating limited seating right what are you gonna do you gotta cook you gotta cook good food because let me tell you, man, I had Campbell's chicken noodle soup a couple days ago. Oh, my gosh. Um, pretty um, boring, right? Bland. Um, you add salt to it. It doesn't really add much to it. The chicken in it is is pretty pathetic. It's a mediocre at best. Um, little chicken, I don't even know what you would call it, like little bites of chicken. It's pretty pathetic. The noodles suck. <laughs> I mean, I'll say it, I haven't had that soup in years right, usually I get, like, progressive, or, like, or progresso, and, um, you know, get, like, a actual, like, noodle soup, right, but the Ch Campbell's chicken noodle, the, the, the face of the franchise of Campbell's, I mean, to me, in my opinion, is kind of, like, not as good, not good as I remember, and maybe it's because it's more of, like, a kiddie soup, like, a you give it to kids if they're sick or whatever, and, you know, the, the, the commercial with the kid, with the, who's sick and the snowman is there and he just drinks the soup and he's all good, you know, or it's like, you know, you, you, you give it to your kid in his thermos, you know, for lunch at school, right? It's like more of a kid soup, a child soup. Um, flavors are pretty mediocre too. And I remember like, Jesus, man, I can't, I, who would actually eat this? Like what adult, like if besides, you know, like me, I didn't have anything else to eat. So I'm like, I just, okay, whatever. Like I, but, uh, if anybody like actually enjoys, chicken noodle soup who's an adult today I, I i mean i you know just knowing who my friends are and knowing the people that i know i would say like very little people actually like it still or would eat it like on with <laughs> at their own will you know like without having anything else in their fridge pantry whatever um but that wasn't the worst dinner that i had this week i'll tell you why um i've been hating on burger king or bk Burger King for a while. Um, BK to me has been a hit or miss in the past few 
years, and I'm talking about maybe at least three or four years. Um, in high school, I really used to like it. I thought that it was a pretty good place. Um, where I grew up, we had it in our town, but then it closed down because, you know, bad business and maybe just it started to suck. Um, but I went back with my brother and we got uh, Whoppers and some fries, right? You know, just pretty basic, uh, you know, they're flagship items, Whopper and fries, whatever, no drink because I wouldn't I, I wouldn't uh, buy a, a full-priced uh, drink there when I have a drink at my house, right? It's called water. I had a Coke, but... Uh, I didn't want to spend that much more money on the combo. Um, but I got to say, man, first of all, the Whopper, why does it not already come with cheese? What is this? This is America. America was founded on cheese. American cheese. What are you doing? That should be an automatic. I mean, come on. Like, there is no other burger that you can buy in pretty much anywhere else. You know, McDonald's, uh, Carl's Jr., Hardee's, uh, Wendy's, Sonic, um... What other place sells burgers? Um, Taco Bell. They put tacos on. They have tacos, but they put cheese on it automatically, right? Um, every other place has burgers with cheese automatically. And then this place, for, for, for whatever reason, has a Whopper. And then they're like, would you like to add cheese? And like you would say yes, obviously, but that cheese costs a dollar for cheese. So I was like, fuck that. I'm not getting that. I'll, I'll, I'll take it plain when I get home, I'll be real ghetto and put some cheese on it myself. That Kraft American cheese, baby. So we did that. We, we got back home. And I got to tell you, man. First of all, that Whopper, saucy as hell. Saucy. I mean, like, not even good sauce. I'm talking about, like, fast food restaurant mayonnaise. That shit is not good. First of all, it's a lot of it. Second of all, it's not good. Third of all, I can't even taste it. And I was actually kind of concerned, like, do I, what, what's happening here? Because I'm literally, like, getting no flavor out of this burger, right? It's got lettuce, tomatoes, onions, abundant of that, right? abundant, like, more than the meat, right? Too much. And it's got ketchup, mayonnaise, and my added cheese. And then the the, the, the patty, right? I swear to God, and I, I my brother can, can contest to this, we bit into those burgers, right? Those, those Whoppers. And I literally got, like, no flavor out of it. No flavor. And and I looked at my brother. I'm like, is there... This doesn't have any flavor. Like, this is, like, flavorless. Like, there's sauce. It's saucy. Like, I feel like the I can, like, you know, differentiate the meat, the onion, the tomato, and all that in my mouth and all that. But, like, I don't taste anything, really. Like, I get a hint of meat. Like, maybe a hint. I get a lot of onion, actually, because they put a fuck ton of onions. And, and, and the tomato. But, like, that... <laughs> That's basically it, though. I'm like, what? What am I eating? Like, this is kind of garbage. And he actually kind of agreed, like, yeah, it's there's no flavor. So it wasn't just me, guys. My brother was like, this is flavorless. But I, after that, I like, I ate like a. I, like today, I had like a chocolate muffin. I tasted that fine. At a hot link, tasted that. I had a, even even like after I ate that dinner, I had like a a soda. I could taste that too. Like so, the burgers are literally like they have like no seasoning. No flavor, no spices, nothing. Their their condiments, pretty much nothing tastes like anything there. So, I mean, if I if you're hungry for fast food, and you want a burger, I would say Burger King is not the ideal spot to go to. Now again, this could just be the Burger King in my area. It could be, but I've been hearing from you know people other places that Burger King has just been kind of, you know, uh, 
on a bit of a down uh, spiral, if you will, because like they they tried doing so many things. There's so many king burgers, like the Swiss king, the uh, the, the mushroom king, the king king burger, the big king. Everything's a king. There's no queen there. No uh, diversity. There's nothing at Burger King that's <laughs> that that that's good anymore, right? And they just brought out like this. Uh, Everything, everything's a king. They brought this this new chicken sandwich, trying to compete with everybody else. the The chicken sandwich shouldn't be a, a nationwide thing anymore. It's done. It's finished. I mean, Popeyes. I, I still think Chick Fil A's is a little bit better, but Popeyes is right below there. Like Popeyes is actually pretty good. Uh, it's it's crispy. It's thick. It's got good flavor. It's if you get the spicy one, it's got some spice to it. Um, and like it's got it. It, it that one is a good sandwich. If I were to rank them right now, Pop or not Popeyes, Chick Fil A number one, always and forever. Popeyes number two, Wendy's number three. Um, again, this is like fast food chains, so not like an actual like restaurant where you can get like a premium chicken sandwich. Not saying that the, these ones are not, but the, the I mean, like you can't beat restaurant quality. Like this is a store, this is a franchise, whatever. Um, so Chick Fil A, Popeyes, Wendy's. Jack in the Box, at the very bottom, would be McDonald's. McDonald's chicken sandwich, their new one, their crispy chicken. That one's really bad, really bad. And I tried them both, the original, and then the spicy, both really bad, really bad. You just get this, this McDonald's flavoring of the, the grease. You get this, uh, this. It's not even really crispy, really. This, this stupid ass there's not even sauce on one of them like the original just has pickles and that's it like and i'm not like a like a you know i usually when i go to chick-fil-a i get the uh spicy deluxe but i drown that shit in chick-fil-a sauce because i love that shit so but to have like a sandwich like with no sauce like that's a dry sandwich i've always said like i'm a bit advocate of mayonnaise because one it actually tastes pretty good if you don't like mayonnaise you're fucking lying two it fucking uh, it gives your sandwich some moisture, and and so so you so it's not dry. I mean, if you don't have mayonnaise in your sandwich, it, it is a there, or or mustard, right? Mayonnaise and mustard, I I like both. But if you don't have one of them, or if you don't have any of them, there's a big difference in in, in swallowing, chewing. You get thirsty. You got to wash it down with a coke or, or water something because it is just awful. It is awful. Like I've had multiple times tried to eat the 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 chick-fil-a sandwiches without a chick-fil-a sauce and they taste good they taste good without they don't they don't need them but for me the sauce and the chicken it just complements each other so well i cannot resist combining them the flavors are are just unmatched unmatched it's it's not even it's not even like it's like i cannot separate them now They, they just taste so good together I'm not a big fan of their waffle fries. Waffle fries in general to me are just kind of weak. Right? It's like you're kind of like just making a, a funny a funny shape just to be different. But it, it, for me, you kind of lose like the the consistency and the texture of the fry, you know what I'm saying? Like the fry, the my favorite fries are just like the thin fries. Then I like crinkle cut, then steak, and then waffle, I would say. Because steak is steak fries are kind of a bit too potatoey for me because sometimes I'll add too much 
and <clears throat> it is a potato, so it's super starchy and filling, so I don't want too many potatoes, you know what I'm saying, like, and usually, like, if you go to, like, Red Robin or whatever, they have, like, these bottomless steak fries, which are good for a while, but, like, you get full on them, you can't finish your burger, it's like, wow, so you gotta be careful with the fries, because I've made the mistake with chips and salsa at Mexican restaurants, you have too much of that, too much bread at, a, you know, in other restaurants, bread, um, appetizers, whatever they, they're serving, get full fast, so, like, I'm never making that mistake again because that, that, there's no worse feeling than walking out of a restaurant as a grown man, right? You know, you've seen me, you know that I'm a grown giant man, fat man. You walk out with freaking leftovers, my God. Like, this guy can't finish his food? What is he, a child? What's going on here? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't want that those eyeballs on me like that. People looking at me like he can't even finish his fucking food. Who is this guy? What's happening here? Like, that's like a child thing to do. You know, because I've been around, you know, family members who have kids. And sometimes they're like, I need a, we need a box. He, he took like a nibble of his food and that was it. <laughs> or he, he ate one fry, not a, one bite of a burger and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be that. Not saying that I am. But I, I don't want to be that. It's silly. I wanted to talk a bit about sports today. Today is... Uh, it's, 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 it's the end of an era, I think. The end of a city that once was bright with sports. From, from football to basketball. Baseball. The big three sports in America. This city is is crumbling as we speak. In uh, in in their mental health of being sports fans. I'm talking about the city of Oakland, California. Um, news broke out yesterday. I think that uh, the Oakland A's were looking to move out of Oakland to um, because Oakland for some reason, cannot get their shit together on stadiums and places to play. You know, um, look at the the Warriors left, the Raiders left, the A's are next. So, I, I wonder, like, who is in charge of, like, getting the city, you know, uh, planning the city out, you know, getting stadiums, places to play? Because like the, the the thing with the Raiders and all that 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 was like an ongoing thing with them like are they gonna play there are they not gonna play there where are they, where are they gonna play this week um, the city of Oakland wants them out it's like wait a minute this is like a bad relationship that we have like with the city of Oakland and the Raiders like I remember hearing that stuff and like knowing Raiders fans like growing up in California because there's there's two sides to this there's people who wanted them to stay. And we're like, people were like, it's best if they go, right? And 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 then there's you know one would be like, well the fans are so passionate they can't leave Oakland. The Oakland Raiders just sound better than the Las Vegas Raiders, and I get it, it they do sound better, right? Because Oakland has developed this reputation and this identity with the Raiders, it just it seems so like it should always be that forever and ever, like it should never change. You know what I'm saying? But like again. 
if the if the city's not going to support you or you're not going to support the city or there's bad blood there, then there's got to be a change. And I get, I, I agree. Like when the Raiders first played in, in, in Vegas, it was odd. It was weird. But I bet you everybody loves that location much better than Oakland. Not saying that Oakland isn't a bad place. But from, you know, people I've talked to and people who have been to the games and people who, like, live there and just seeing it on TV and seeing, like, the, the conditions of that, you know, the area around the uh, around the stadium and, like, near it and all that, it is a bit of a, uh, not as nice as Las Vegas would be. You know, Vegas has got the strip. They got a new stadium. It looks nice. Um... Oakland was just, they just couldn't keep up with them. The, the amount of people that those uh, uh, games would dry, uh, have people coming into, it was just a lot. And I, don't th- I just don't think that Oakland was ready for that. So one by one, they got to get rid of their rid of their um, their teams. And it's like, I feel bad for Oakland. I really do, because those are some, like, some of the most passionate sports fans in California in general. Because, like, you look at L.A., Right, LA's got a basketball with the with the Lakers, Dodgers in baseball, Lake uh Rams, Chargers, Clippers, I guess you can say the Angels, even though that they're in Anaheim. But still, like I think that the Raiders fans are more passionate than any of those fan bases combined. Like seriously. The passion in that city by the bay is undoubtedly matched by like I would say like they might be like the most passionate fans in all of the NFL. I mean, I think so because what do we got? We got the Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah, the yellow, the terrible towel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eagles fans, yeah. Bills Mafia, yeah. I don't think anything tops the craziness of Raider Nation. I really don't. So seeing Oakland, you know, what which once was a sports uh fan's dream to be a sports town just to be absolutely gutted from all their franchises, all their teams leaving. I can't help but feel sorry for them. And I know that the A's probably weren't the the most notable team there. Definitely would have been the Raiders, then the Warriors, then the A's. I would say that in that order because, I mean, you don't hear much about the, the A's even when they're good. They don't get covered that well. You know what I'm saying? They just don't get the like that they deserve. And maybe if they moved... Maybe if they, you know, if they did actually move, maybe there would be more attention to that organization. Maybe it is the city of, of you know, Oakland that kind of ruined their fame. Because, I mean, when you think of Oakland, you don't think of the, and you think of sports, you don't think of the A's automatically. You think of the Raiders, obviously. So maybe it was that. Maybe they, they just never had the good spotlight in the sports world because it was always the Raiders and the Warriors. I mean, even though the Raiders haven't won a championship in, in decades, Right, like, ye- they were still more popular than the Warriors by far. So it was just a bad. It's a, it was a bad situation. Um, I think that they should move only because I don't, I don't know, man. I, again, oh, they just don't handle it well. That stadium and then the people who run it and the owners of it and, and the city of Oakland just they they have too much bad blood. There's so much back and forth and not much collaboration, not much agreeing on anything in that. So I think it would be best if they did go, even though it would be sad because I can't picture any other city being called the so-and-so athletics. I think they would have to rebrand their entire franchise because Oakland athletics, just Oakland A's is 
you know, it's, it, it's like, it rings a bell, you know what I mean, like, it's, it's, it's there, you always know about it, that's why I don't really like when teams move and change, like, you know, location, they change their, um, their, their, um, their mascot or whatever, their, their branding, um, even though today, like, the Raiders just did, like, a couple years ago, moving to Vegas, but, like, still, baseball is different, baseball is so, is so, um, traditional, so stone-headed, like, this is our way, and our way is the best way, so I, 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 I don't know where they would go, um, I'm thinking maybe, uh, Vegas again, um, I've heard, like, um, the Vegas Aces, like, you know, like the, you know, with a card, uh, blackjack or po- poker or whatever, Ace, Vegas, Las Vegas Aces, maybe, I don't know, that, I, I don't, I don't think that Vegas would watch a baseball team, really, because, I don't know, I just get a, I get a feeling that they would, uh, rather watch football than baseball, um, so I don't know, man, this is, this is tough, because I, I don't see them staying in Oakland, and moving somewhere else would be a challenge because they'd have to have to rebrand. You know, it would maybe they don't rebrand. Maybe they just become like the um, San Jose Athletic Athletics or San Jose A's or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not sure. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But uh, if I was them, I would try to stay there as long as I can, just because of branding wise. Oakland A's again just sounds the best. Um, but again, if they do. It is a shame. It would be a shame. But it's not as like, you know, I mean, like, it could be worse. The The, the, the ownership could be done. They could be like, we have no money. We can't afford anything. And, you know, I mean, I just just like kind of like comparing like their competitiveness in the league the past few years, they, they have like, they clear, clearly don't have as much money as like Yankees, Dodgers, whatever, you know? But I wouldn't say that they're a floppy team. I mean, we, it's not that there's so much expected from the A's, which is a good thing because now we can't. Then when they are good, we are, we get surprised and it's good for the game and all that. But like a team that had a lot of anticipation, a lot of build up, a lot of expectations when they signed this player around 10 years ago was the L.A. Angels. Now, they just uh, released Albert Pujols, who, if you don't know, was like a big league slugger back in the day when they signed him. Just got off winning a World Series with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Um, great player at the time. But, like, you think about, like, the, the last 10 years that he was in Los Angeles with the Angels. Pretty much did nothing. Um, I think they went to the playoffs maybe one time in that. They got swept. But, like, that was, like, a, I remember back, that was a huge contract, man huge contract one of the biggest ones at the time and they just released him early from his contract like saying like bro like you've done nothing for us like you've had some good games some good memories but you in the, in the long run you've done nothing so they're like i'm we're done with you just cut off his contract early just cut him like that couldn't believe it i thought it was pretty uh it, it was a shock for sure um but that just goes to show, like, you got to be really careful with the signings that you do in the professional sports because they don't always pan out. You never really know that uh, if it's going to work out because I remember even back then they had uh, Albert Pujols, Mike Trout, David Freeze. They had a pretty good team back then, but they never just, they never 
um, got there. They always thought that they could get there. And I always thought that it was like Mike Sosha wasn't the right manager for the job because, you know, as, as much of a legend as he, he was as a player, for some reason, like, with that Angel squad, when they got Pujols and Trout, it just wasn't connecting. It was not clicking. It wasn't getting anything done. And it was about time that they got rid of him and got somebody else. And they have Joe Madden now. And now they're, they're like 16 and 20, I think. Then still not that good. But, I mean, like, there's always a possibility they got Shohei Otani, who is just absolutely crazy. Uh, uh, double threat. He's a pitcher, but he can hit, like, dingers all the time. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, just hearing that news about Albert Pujols just getting cut from the Angels, wow, I, I mean, I'm not even sure, I didn't even look at his reaction, I'm pretty sure he's mad about it, but like, still, like, I would understand if I'm the Angels, because like, I mean, dude, you were brought here to help us win stuff, and get far in the playoffs at least, or the postseason, and try to compete for a World Series, that even, they never got close, really. They never got close. They were always pretty, you know, everybody thought that they would be first place, but it turned out being to be the A's and then like maybe Seattle. But like it was, they were never like a contender in the long run. They would start off pretty hot. They'd have some good winning streaks and all that. Everybody would be looking at them, but they never had the starting pitching or the bullpen to, to, to support their power. And it's just, it's tough, man. Sports, again, it's, 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 it's a business gotta be careful you can't be too attached if if you do if you think that you're like super part of everything that's in the development of the team the decision making all that you're gonna get not saying that Pujols was he wasn't but it kind of goes into the Aaron Rodgers thing because he is getting really really like I said diva-ish it's all about me it's it's about like what I want about you know you fired this guy i want out of this team it's like bro no you signed a contract you can't do that and it didn't say in the fine print if we fire this person or if we get rid of this guy you have the option to leave the team no you can't do that again it's it's all these these players i've I've talked about this before but it's just it's getting more and more common now Uh, it was deshaun watson who who knows what his future holds um people in the nba lebron J.J. Watt, Aaron Rodgers, it's so common now that we got to be careful. Like, Jesus, it's never been this bad. It has never been this bad. And this guy, Rodgers, is threatening to retire. Or And it's like, bro, you, you know the, 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 what, what you're up against. You, you, you don't have much offerings. You cost too much. Who's going who's gonna to trade for you? <laughs> Everybody was saying, like, Denver's a better option, but it's like, how is that a better option? It's <laughs> He wanted San Francisco. We all knew that. That didn't happen. They got Trey Lance. Um, maybe Vegas, but, like, that would be a, a stretch. I mean, I don't know if you would want to live in Vegas. I mean, I guess it'd be better than Green Bay, you know, weather-wise. Um, but, like, I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, there is another thing that's been happening around. Everybody's talking about this. Everybody's talking about this. Uh, Urban Meyer, the new coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They just got Trevor Lawrence in the draft last week, the week before, and um, two weeks ago, sorry. And, um, you know, everybody was talking about, he broke everybody's mind when he's given Tim Tebow a chance to be the tight end or a tight end for the Jaguars. 
and you know including me at, when it when it broke for a couple reasons one um this guy has failed at like everything that he's tried sporting wise he's a good broadcaster he's good on tv but if we're talking about sports professional sports and i know he did well in college but who the fuck cares about that now who the fuck cares about that now right quarterback he uh, he hasn't thrown since 2012 uh he failed in, in uh, the jets didn't wasn't even played really like if he's such a good athlete all right he's such a good player teammate how come he's never taken a snap or never like thrown to or, or or you know handed the ball off to like I mean, everybody says that he's such a good athlete and he's so such in shape, a good talent, but he's never really used on any team. Besides being on the Broncos and having that good playoff win against the Steelers, um, getting traded to the Jets and then the, the Patriots and all that, maybe even other teams I can't remember, but like he was never used or utilized at all, really, with those teams. He was just kind of there. <clears throat> so like, I'm thinking like this, th- thinking to myself, Oh, wait, 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 number two, not good at sports was number one, and two, he's just got this nice guy look that makes you want to want him and want to have him on your team, and maybe he knows how to be uh, responsible, how to get through the press, how to, you know, stay focused and all that, which I'm pretty sure that he does, but also, you got to remember that this is a professional sport, you got to produce as soon as you fucking can, day one if, if you can, but like, the thing is, he's not good. If he was good, he'd be playing still. But he's not good. We gotta, we gotta see through all this. He's not good. He couldn't throw the ball. He can't run routes. He can't catch a ball. He tried baseball. He couldn't make the team. So everybody who's like getting outraged about Tim Tebow being, you know, given a shot with the Jaguars. I get it. Urban Meyer was his coach at Florida. Right, he was his coach. I get it, but again, it, it does make it seem that Urban Meyer is kind of scared of the NFL. Kind of scared. It seems like he needs a lot of people that he knows and has been around to make it an easy transition. I kind of feel like he's got a little bit of chips in his armor or his or his plates or whatever. It feels like he's got some cracks. He's got some weaknesses that he wants to iron over, but he needs like the people that he knows. To help him transition, like, like, and I get it. Like, an easier transition would be nice and all, but it seems like so obvious now that it's just like he doesn't really know exactly what he's doing, and he's show, he's coming off as a bit needy. Like he needs more. Like he's not gonna have a good year if he doesn't have this. He needs this. He needs that. And again, like everybody would want that. Everybody wants something to give them an advantage. But this this blatant like story of like Tim Tebow trying out to be a tight end again for the Jacksonville Jaguars under Urban Meyer it just seems so um very again needy or he's whimpering he needs a chance he needs all the help that he can get because he might be in over his head I'm just saying because I don't know a lot of college quarterbacks that had a lot of success transition to the NFL with a lot of success. Usually it goes the other way. Sometimes. But when they go from college to the NFL, completely different. Completely different. You can't coach these guys how you would coach a college team. You just can't. Right? These guys got contracts. They got money. They got um, they can make their own decisions. 
They can they can choose whether to go to practice or not. Um, they can choose how long they want to go to practice. Um, they have a lot more freedom than the college uh, um, collegiate athlete. So it's going to be different. It's going to be challenging, I think. But I also was hearing some people, some rumblings saying that this is kind of a distraction. This, I, not, I don't buy this. I don't buy it. Because one, I don't believe that Tim Tebow is going to make the 53-man roster. I really don't. Because I, I just can't fathom that a 34-year-old guy who is athletic, air quotes, um, is going to beat out anybody that they already have at tight end there. I'm not even sure who's the tight end is at, on Jacksonville. I'd have to look that up because I'm not sure. Let me look it up right now. Jacksonville. Uh, Jaguars tight end. Let's see. Tight end. What do we got here? Uh, Tebow articles. Great. I don't want that. Uh, 2020. How about 2020? Well, who was it in 2020? Hmm... Ben Elfson is one of the listed tight ends, number 86. He already looks better than Tebow. Younger guy. Uh, it's just one of them, but he's younger guy. Again, Tebow is 34. What do you think that he can bring besides a... Um, it, Tebow seems like a big cheerleader. Like he'll be a cheerleader on the team... Yeah, go team, rah, rah, who yeah, J-A-G-U-R-A-R-S, Jaguar, whatever. He, he, that, that's him. Jacksonville, Jacksonville, like, that, that's Tebow. He's a big pump-up guy, a cheerleader, somebody who would, you would want to have rooting uh, for you, but he's no NFL player. Let's just face it. Let's, let's, let's put it to bed. It's over. Nobody thinks that you're that good, bro. You're a good person. You are. You're a nice guy. You are. You're good on TV. You are. You're all great at that. Why can't you... Why Why do you have to... I'm not saying that it's you, but Urban Meyer, why? Is it because of this? You want everybody to talk about it? If so, you're a genius. And you probably know that Tebow's not going to make the roster, but who cares? You know what I mean? Maybe that's it. Maybe that people just... You know, they they don't want to deal with it. Maybe maybe they just, you know, want a distraction, possibly. But I think it's a bad idea. But also, I, I don't think, I seriously, wholeheartedly don't believe that he will make the roster in the end. I just, I don't. There's too many talented players that actually are good in this league that can play at this, this league's speed that, that have better... You know, have been practicing and training more recently than this guy, than Tebow, than who have gotten more reps recently, more athletic. You know, again, just better players than a 34-year-old broadcaster trying to become a tight end. I just don't see it. Who may be in good shape for what he's doing. I, I just, I don't see it being possible. I really don't. And maybe if, if he does actually play good and has actually figured out how to play a position in the NFL, then I'll eat my words. I will eat them on, on the podcast. But until that happens, I'm saying this is not happening. And it's stupid and it's silly and it's wasting everybody's time. And shame on you, Urban Meyer. Shame on you because we thought we were all done with this guy. 
we thought that we were all done with Tebow, that Tebow was good, he's, he's learned his place, he's a broadcaster, does a very, very good job at it. I like him on TV. I do. I like him as a person. I do. He's a nice guy. But he should not be playing in the NFL. Just my opinion. Just my And of course he's going to not agree with that because why would he agree with me? Why would Tebow ever agree with anybody who says, who doubts his athletic ability? Why would he? Why would he ever? That's silly. That's stupid. He would never do that. I would not expect him to do that. If he did that, I would be, I would think very little of him. To be honest with you, I would. You should never think of yourself lower, right? You always think that you're better. Never think that you're that bad. Come on, Tebow. If he actually listens to me on this podcast and says, yeah, I agree with this guy. I'm not that good. Then, dude, like, come on. <laughs> then you shouldn't even take the, 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 the practice, the reps, the tryout, whatever. You shouldn't do that. If you actually agree with me, a man who's never played football in his life, all he does is watch football. Watch highlights and watch tape and all, not tape, but like I watch combine, draft games. I pretty much watch every game as much games as I can. I'm just a fan. But if you're gonna listen to me, whew, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Moving on from sports, no more of that. You know, I was talking to my friends the other day, and somebody suggested I use Tinder. You know, for dating and stuff like that. But I've never really been a uh, person to actually want to buy into the social date or social, like uh, online dating sites, online dating platforms, online dating, you know, meetups or, you know, whatever like that, you know, dating, whatever. I've never been a part of that because I've, I, I, I don't have a Tinder. I, I don't have, use it. I don't have one. But I have seen people who do use it. And I've, used, I've seen people who, who go onto it and you know, swipe. What, I don't even know where you swipe to go on a date. Um, but you swipe this. If you, don't, if you like them, you swipe that way if you don't. Um, but I feel like that's kind of like a... It, it, it's, too, it's too weird. It, it's really weird because... First of all, the account has got to be, you got to, you, you you can't just put like one photo and, you know, a little bit about you and hopefully somebody would swipe on you, right? Like, it's like, you got to kind of put more personal stuff on there. And I just feel like having all that information on there, you know, you know, for somebody to just glance and say, do I want to date you? Swipe, which, which, whichever way, you know, I always found that kind of weird. Like, especially, like, you know, seeing some pictures that, you know, from friends who are people who, who have Tinder that I've seen, you know, use it. I've, um, I, you know, the photos that they have, are, it's just like, it's so personal at the beginning. And it's like, I don't know if I want that out there, you know, and I don't want to have like people rejecting me if, uh, if, you know, I put myself out there. I put these photos up, you know, it could be of like you, maybe you with a family member, maybe you at a event or whatever. It's so much judging already from just, you know, pictures online, you know, and like, I don't know about you, but like, I'm not like the biggest photogenic person to have multiple, I think I have like maybe like one selfie in my entire library for the past like five years, maybe, maybe. Um, I don't really take pictures of like, of myself at events, really, and I don't really, like, just, you know, outright take selfies, I just, I don't do that, so, for me, uh, when I'm looking in on it, it's just, it's so 
weird that you can just, you know, determine who you want to go on a date with or who you don't want to just with by swiping, by looking at some photos and just like determining it right then and there. Like I would prefer a more traditional way to date, you know, going down some somewhere to meet somebody who you would want to, you know, talk with, approach them, you know, just like, like that. Um, but yeah, it always seemed weird to me. It always seemed like it was a bit harsh too, because I think that there's an ability that, or something that you can unlock or you pay for that you can actually see who's seen it and who uh, swiped left or who didn't, I think. And there's something like that, I think, that you can pay for. That's also weird, too, because it's like, oh, well, then you can see who doesn't like you or who likes you. Um, so it, it is weird. It's like, again, I prefer more of a personal face-to-face interaction when I see somebody. Like, And I'm not saying that you, don't, you won't get that eventually, but the whole thing of like picking and choosing is like, you know, you get this whole list of people all these people that are just there their faces are there you see their you know picture with them and their mother their sisters their brothers whatever you see all that in this profile and it's like almost like it it's again it's too personal i don't want to see all that yet does that make any sense like it just it seems like oh well if i do if i if i date this person i'm going to be meeting this person i'm going to be meeting this i'm going to be doing this i'm doing that it's like i'd rather figure all that out you know actually in person i don't want to have anything like 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 knowledge before i go on an actual date with you you know what i mean like i don't want that it just feels like i have too much information i know too much about you already that i'm gonna make some stupid judgment and stupid assumption of you that i don't want to make yet it's so stupid like and i know it can't be just me like think that thinks that way Right, it, it just can't be because I the whole again the whole swipe left swipe right thing is just it is so um it's like there's no like in between or thing it's like yes or no like well you you can't even like really it's like you don't even know me though that's that's the point like you picking and choosing like I'm not saying that Tinder or dating sites haven't you know um, ended up with long lasting relationships I'm sure that they have. But still, I just, for me, looking at on it like that, I would never really want to do it. Never really would have the personality to do it. Um, <clears throat> and I know that, that today in this age, you know, with COVID and all, that's it's kind of like a big thing now. I mean, until everything is open up and everything. That's kind of how people have been dating or hooking up or whatever. So I get it. I understand that. But for me... My personality, for my preference, I don't think that I would be a Tinder person. So, I, I don't know. I, people have asked me, why don't you try it? I'm like, nah, I don't want to. I've seen people who've had it, who've used it. I don't like it. It's Again, I think it's weird. I think it's really weird. So, um, I don't know. It's just not for me. It's not for me. Uh, I, I still believe that dating, you know, finding, going out somewhere and, like, you know, bar, restaurant club uh i don't know park you know the mall maybe you know you find somebody there you know it's more fun that way because it's more it's exciting it's it's like going into the deep unknown you know it's like it's it's, it's actually going in like you know how they say there's plenty of fish in the ocean that's the ocean going out you go out there and you you go you know plenty of you know fishing i guess whatever there's plenty of fish in the ocean you can go look out there observe you know have fun doing it. I don't think it's fun on the phone. Maybe I might be wrong. I don't know. But uh, 
social media and, you know, in general for me, it's just kind of gotten less and less fun. It's too serious. It's too real. I don't like it. Not as fun as it once was. I'm not saying that it was, you know, I'm not saying it's not bad. Of course it's bad. Yeah, it's always bad. It's always, always going to be bad. People are on it all the time. I mean, people make stupid comments about shit all the time. It's just what they do. Um, it's that um the 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 what what is it the uh make they they say silly things all the time they uh they have this illusion of being behind a keyboard you know you kind of get that with uh you can have that with texting too like people would be like you'll they'll say things on text message or dm that they don't mean in you know person because they would never say that because you'd be right there and you would react differently it's like kind of like that like and it's also like I feel like tinder is like presenting yourself more like this is me this is what i want the the all of Tinder to know about me, I'm projecting this way, but then they don't really get the real you, really, then it's kind of figured out, like, as you go on dates and stuff, so I'd rather have, like, again, going out in person, you know, finding that person in person, you know, in real life, than just having a, you know, a, a corporate version of them on TikTok, or, or not TikTok, Tinder, or um, a safer version, or a, uh, what they would say is, oh, this makes me more presentable, or more, um, or outgoing, like, you can can kind of fake it on Tinder, or a dating site, and I, the fact that there isn't a um, room for faking, and uh, for misleading, it's it's weird, I wouldn't get into that, I I find that very off-putting, I don't know why, and I'm not saying that, you know, for you not to use it, but I wouldn't, (laughs) Um, again, if you have a relationship with it, how it began was on Tinder. That's awesome. That, that means it's working, right? I mean, it, it, would, it would be bad a bad service if it never worked. If nobody got love from it, if nobody actually got together from it, if nobody, you know, you know, then they would nobody would use it. So that means the platform is working. But I don't see how it would work, it would work for me and for my way of thinking and my way of, uh, you know, how I view people, you know, how I want to start a conversation, how I, I want to meet somebody. How would I want to meet them? Like, how would I want to see them for the first time? Do I want to meet your parents yet? Do I want to know what they are? Do I, do you have parents? I don't know. Are they separated to, together? I don't know yet. I wouldn't want to know that on the on the first day or the on a, from a profile. You know, that's something that you you gradually get to. I don't want to want to know your beef you have with your brother or your sister or whatever. I don't want to know that yet. Again, it's too personal at the beginning. But again, you you can make it not as personal. You can, can make it more a bit, um, you know, uh, private, which is a good thing. I would I would you know more, um, I would I, I would uh, uh, appreciate that more if you did. But I don't know. I just I don't feel like it, I would excel at that. Maybe farmers only. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I just never was a thing. Never was it piqued my interest. I don't know. Last thing I would talk about today is it's kind of all over the news today. It just broke. If you're listening, this is being taped and posted on Thursday, May 13th. Good news finally came out. CDC says we can no longer wear masks inside or outside. And I got the quote here. Fully vaccinated people can resume activities without wearing a mask or physically distancing, except when required by federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial laws, rules, and regulations, including local businesses and workplaces, workplace guidance. So basically, you could wear, you don't have to wear a mask unless people, you know, a business, 
state or tribal laws or you know rules or regulations require you to do it. So if you go to the store and it says, you know, the sign says wear a mask, you got to wear a mask because, you know, it's their policy. It's, again, it's like it's like no shirt, no service, like that thing, I, I would assume. So, yeah, I mean, like, it seems fair. It seems good. Good direction. It seems like we're getting better. Uh, we're coming back stronger than ever, I guess. Uh, it's, this is good news. This is good news. But I just want to know, what if you're still wearing a mask? Are, 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 are pe- how are people going to react nowadays? Are we going to get, like, fights in the streets? Like, why are you wearing masks? They said you don't have to wear them. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are going to be like, I, I'm wearing it because I want to wear it. And you get fights all over. I'm not saying, I, you know, picking a side. But it's just going to be interesting when it, you know, when it when it all comes together. How's it going to happen? I mean, I'm, I'm picturing, like, there's going to be some people that are, like, wearing the mask still. Everybody's going to get annoyed. And I go, oh, why don't you get the vaccine, man? What are you doing? Well, I don't believe in it. I don't. I believe in this. I believe in that. Well, come on, man. What are you doing? Why don't you just just take off your masks? It's gonna be a lot of that. A lot of that. I cannot wait for Twitter. Like a few weeks after, when we see fights on Twitter about masks. Now that they're lift, now that they're pretty much lifting the mask mandate, pretty much. I cannot wait to see what happens. I cannot wait. I don't know about you, but I—I I mean, I—I I was always for the mask because I, again, I went through this whole year, past year, wearing a mask to the store, to uh, to restaurants, to uh, um, uh, you know the you know wherever you would go, uh, fast food uh, to get food, whatever. I had a mask on. I didn't get sick, so it had to have worked, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I was just lucky. But um, I did know some people who did get it, which weren't as lucky, who got it. They're all fine now. But, like, still, like, I don't want to get sick. So I'm like, I'm going to wear the mask. I, I hate getting sick. I hate feeling sick. I hate being under under the weather. I don't like any of that. So for me, it was like, well, I don't want to get sick. So, okay, whatever. It's fine. Um, I, I do want to say, though, sometimes if you wear a certain mask, I would say cloth, or sometimes some of them, like after a while, breathing does get a bit uh, rough. It gets annoying. I wouldn't say rough, but it gets annoying. So that's going to be good. It's going to be great to finally be outside, going to the movies now. I mean, pretty much everything can open up again, I think. I think they said in like July or September was when life will be back to normal, I think, in the, at least in the United States. So hopefully, fingers crossed, everything is looking good. It seems that way, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But again, getting good news, man. We're getting good news. It's happening. It's it's we're so close. We're right there. I can almost taste it. It's getting more and more of a reality. You know, I, I don't know about you, man, but I just I, I wanna pop off. Wanna pop off. I don't know, man. The whole past year, again, I've said it before and before. Kinda rough, man. Kind of rough, and if you heard me on my previous podcast, Out of the Ordinary Friends, I was, in a couple episodes, I lost my mind. Kind of did. I wouldn't say that I was defeated by COVID. I definitely did, I did have some hiccups in my mental state, but, you know, and it's not from being, like, you know, cooped up in the house, but, like, just, like, kind of, like, time going on, days become weeks, weeks become months, and all of a sudden, 2020's over. You know what I mean? It's just, like... It, and that so little happened, so little was able to happen or allowed to happen. 
so it was just like, ah, oh, man, the, the 2020 kind of just like was a blur now. I think about it like a blur. I remember I had to go to the uh, hotel during the pandemic. I think it was back in June um, because of my fucking bed bugs. I had to fucking evacuate my house and clean it all up during the pandemic. Go to a hotel during the pandemic. Make sure in at the time you, there was no breakfast, no room service, really. You had to call for it. So it was pretty wild. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, like chaos in the streets, but it was, it was different. Again, no sports. I'm going to get getting to look forward to going back to Dodger games. Man, I miss that so much because got to tell you going to a, a professional sporting event, whether it be, you know, for me, I've only been to Dodger games. I never really, you know, went to an NFL game, NBA game, but going to a baseball game is so, uh, it's so nice. It's it, depending on when you go and the type or uh, the time of day. Uh, I usually go to the Dodger Stadium, so the best time I would say is like if you can pick a a day with some good weather, any day, any part of the day would be good. But if it's going to be hot, I would say definitely shoot for night because if it's hot and you got a 1 at 1 1 10 p.m. starting uh, first pitch, that's going to be rough as hell because last time we went, my God, it was horrible. 2019, I'll never forget. I was so mad. that I'm happy that we won the game, thank God, but just mad the entire time that I was there because it was so damn hot. I just didn't want to move from my seat. I didn't want to walk out of, walk to the shade. You know, my family was doing it just to, you know, just to get some shade, some coolness, but I was so mad that it was so hot. You know, you're so cramped that... um. Man, it's just ah oh, miserable. And I will say this: since we are still in COVID times, going to the games at you know baseball, where it is kind of, it will be quieter because of less fan capacity. I would imagine that for some people, it must be nice, nice to actually have some room in the stands. Because now, as much as I love it, a packed house with fans, sometimes it can get pretty cramped. And you can't really move all that much. You can't really get in and out of your seat all that often because you'll be like, okay, do I want to go now? I got to go now, but I can't because this guy's getting up or this guy's going to move or this guy is talking to somebody. You got to be, you know, pick and choose your battles when you go. So I always like had like a, you know, I would, I would assume that it would be much easier to leave your seat or to go to the bathroom or go get some food nowadays since the COVID at least at Dodger Stadium, they have ordering online to bring you your food. I mean, talk about service right there. So COVID had some bad things. Definitely had a lot of bad things. Rest, you know, all off. You know, what do people say when they, you know, thoughts and prayers, concerns? Obviously, yes. Um, but if you are a sports goer, a sports watcher, a fan of going to live sports, I, I mean, I would imagine it'd be not kind of nice for people to bring you your food. I mean, I'm just saying, it's got to be pretty nice. Even though it is some tough times and you can't have a lot of capacity and can't have a lot of people at the games, I mean, it's better than nothing. I would say that. A lot better than not being able to go in the first place. Anyways, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. On, uh, on th- thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, and I appreciate all you guys listening and watching. Thank you so much. Uh, you can find the podcast on YouTube and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, at Intelligent Moron with Alex Silva, and make sure uh, to rate and review 
leave a comment, leave a like, subscribe, whatever you want to do, you know, let's get this thing going, let's have some fun with it, uh, you know, uh, write a review, give me some feedback, how'd I do, what would you like to see, anything different, um, maybe a guest, you know, if you want to come pop on, I mean, it's opening up, let's do it, man, I'm getting ready, um, I'm getting pumped, I'm, you know, just starting, I, I still, I have a lot of fun doing this, a ton of fun doing this, and I want to, you know, if anybody wants to join for a guest or have a conversation, you know, you know, hop on the mic. Uh, I think I, you know, it would be a good time. It'd be fun. It'd be interesting. I would like that. I would love it. So again, uh, review, uh, rate, rate, review. Um, give it a like. Give it a subscribe. Share your friend. Tell somebody else. Again, at YouTube. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, at Intelligent Moron with Alex Silva. And I will see you guys next week. 